Okay, welcome to another episode of the of our podcast. Today is Thursday, 8th of June, 2013. We're in, still in St. Helena, but we're on a different boat today. We're visiting Trinity, and uh, we'll chat with them about what it's been like to be sailing. <laughs> so you wanna, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Um, so my name is Franco. Um, Annelie. My wife, Annelie, and we've got our 12-year-old daughter that's with us as well. My name's Sadie. Sadie. Um, yeah, so that's us. We're on a 34-foot Dean catamaran. 36-foot, sorry. 365 Dean. Um, it is a 1993 model. So, I don't know if you guys can hear in the background, there is a little bit of sloshing, sloshing and some water noise in the background, because, um, yeah, Deans are very low, have got a very low bridge clearance, mm. so you get quite a bit of water noise and stuff, um, but you, you kind of get used to it. For us, we, you know, we hardly even hear it anymore, so, yeah. That's cool. it about our little boats and us. Nice. And the nice thing about the boats is that um, the main berth yeah. is basically like it used to be a double berth. Now it's a sing- like a single big berth, yeah. right? Yeah. Which we're very jealous of because you've got like, yeah. a double bed and yeah. you can stretch your legs out and. So yeah. It's yeah. boat dreams. <laughs> so the original, yeah, coming back to that, the original yeah. build was for um, two double cabins. Um, in the bow of the boat um, and then the guy that we bought it from originally he cut out the center basically the center board splitting mm. the two berths from each other and then he just turned it into one massive cabin in the front so yeah now we've got a nice big double bed in the front there loads of space perfect for movie watching at mm. night yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots of light also. Yeah. Lots of light in the front, very big windows in the front. Um, quite a nice big saloon as well. And a so, bathtub. Uh, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Deans, Deans are notorious for um, having yeah, a lot of people talk about the construction and why would you. Yeah, it's part of the. <laughs> yeah, that's just. Yeah, that's just, just the VHF on the background. We're just going to turn down the volume there quickly. <laughs> It's no, okay, we, it happens all the time. We, we've got it in our, yeah. our previous episode also. We got to be a Ferry service in Centilina. Yeah. I think it's fine like that. Yeah. So, yeah, coming back to the whole thing, that's like the going joke with boat builders and stuff talking about the Deans because they're not, they're not a very fast catamaran. So, mm. generally, when people think about cats, they think about, you know, fast cruises and stuff like that. And um, my description of it is it's, it's a bit like a bathtub yeah. in the water. It's super comfortable to sail, so it's still it's still comfortable, um, you know. But it doesn't go that fast. Whole mm. speed is about seven knots. Which is still faster that's, than ours. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But it's it's. So it's like a little bit comparable to our boat in that it's also like very heavy and like more built for like strength than for speed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why I say, you know, it's like a bathtub. It's. But you also have a bathtub. And we also have a bathtub. <laughs> not um, very big. Talk about that though. <laughs> not, not very big, yeah. Anli and Sadie can fit very comfortably in the bathtub, <laughs> but for me, I need to kind of... Yeah, I think I need to do some more some some yoga classes <laughs> yeah. with Kate so that I can sit in there comfortably. But yeah, overall, it's we're we're very happy with the purchase. We are very happy with the boats. Um, 
like I said, yeah, comfortable cruiser, mm. lots of space. Yeah. Nice. Perfect nice for, for family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's also, I think, a South African built. Yeah. Um, Dean's are, well, Dean's themselves is originally built in Richards Bay mm. um, by Peter Dean. Um, but they are built after, the, it's very similar design to the Prouts. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of Prout catamarans also look very similar to a we'll, we'll you kind some, of need to we'll put some links to the uh the different designs on the comments or is it i'll say comments the yeah description description of the for people who want to know a bit more about the boats yeah yeah so how did you guys find the boat or what, what actually happened how did you actually get to buying a boat and how did you yeah what what yeah like, why are you saying also, that? Also, well, yeah, what's the, what happened? There's, well, always, there's always a process before you yeah. buy the boat, which is like... I don't even think we've asked you that question before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think, it, yeah, I don't yeah. even think it's even come up in general conversation. Um, so the whole thing started for us when, you know, when, when I was a kid. My dad had a boat. Um, he built his first small yacht, and then he bought a 34-foot Funestat. Which was our first yeah. boat. Like in, in Durban, and, um, you know, as very young kids, I think I was five, five years old at the, at the time. Um, we went sailing around some of the Mozambican islands. Mm. Um, we've, always, we've always lived on the coast. We've always lived by the ocean. Um, so the ocean was a very big part of me growing up, you know, fishing and swimming and... Um, so yeah, I think that's where the love for the ocean began mm. and yeah, it's just, just always been, it's always been a dream of mine to own my own boat. Mm. Uh, you know, first it, before we even were, well, before we even had the funds to buy mm. a boat, like, you know, generally people, they're scrolling through, yeah. um, you know, going online, looking at all these yacht listings mm. and then looking at fishing boats and I don't know maybe a fishing boat would be nice and a trawler yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know or even like a small fishing boat uh, yeah. and a little rubber duck yeah, and yeah, you know just so you can, water, exactly yeah. just so you can get out on the water but then what is that that fishing boat is built for a specific purpose mm. you know you you either you're only going to go fishing on it you may be going to take it out once or twice a month mm. you know and then pretty much it's sits at home it sits in you know your driveway and that's where it stays mm. um so it's very limited what you can do with it yeah and then as time went on it just it started growing into looking at yachts um i've been looking at boats for a very long time i think for more than six seven maybe eight years i've been looking at boats just going online you know just keeping the whole dream alive mm. and Watching YouTube channels and, mm. and what everybody else is doing. While we were living in Seapoint, um, whenever we would go past Clifton Camp today, we would always say, mm. "One day we're gonna have yeah. a boat there." Seeing all the, the yeah, seeing all the boats anchored off the yeah. beach when we were still living in Cape Town and going, "Oh man, that must be so nice." Mm. Look how blue the water is. And dream starts, but that's yeah. where most dreams also yeah. stop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it just be and it just yeah. stays a dream. That's the yeah. thing, and it just stays a dream. Um, but I think I'm pretty, I, I don't know, I'm pretty good in terms of if I set my mind to mm. something, I, I generally try and, yeah, make it happen. Um, yeah, and then, long story short, we were in the UAE, we were working there for a while, um, 
and then the pressure of big city life and you know the hustle and bustle of the rat race of work and all of that stuff it just became it just became like a bit overwhelming and a bit too much and i was like is this really the the lifestyle that i want to be living um you know do i want to be in a in a suit and be in the corporate and you know for for the rest of my life um yeah and then we just made the decision to to leave but the whole thing was while we were in the uae i started looking more and more and more at mm. boats even more um you know all my free time literally every day i would go on to yacht world i had the app on my phone yeah. and constantly browsing <laughs> and still doing this <laughs> well not every day yeah so it was literally it became like a, a bit of an obsession like mm. every day i would be looking at new releases and stuff that's coming out and yeah just the one day i started looking in south africa again from the mm. uae um i saw deans i did some research about them um you know quite a sturdy build and uh, us being you know total noobs at sailing so um you know it's not a very difficult boat to handle either yeah saw one listed in south africa literally told my wife okay cool book me a ticket i'm flying down to cape town the next day i flew down saw the boat liked it uh, yeah, bought the boat, flew back, <laughs> spent another week in Dubai, and then yeah, left for left for Nizna where where I bought the boat from, and then yeah, we were on the boat for a few months, and then and then I came, and then my wife joined mm. me, only joined me a so few months after very that. Quickly, yeah. yeah, yeah, it all happened, bam, 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 super quick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Once I decided, I was like, this is mm. it. Not gonna pass up the opportunity. Mm. It's now or never. Yeah, so we kind of just jumped into it. And we're, we're all three of you like on board 100% from the beginning? 100%. Okay. okay. Mostly my doing. Yeah. yeah. And Sadie, were you on board? Yeah, I was on board. Okay. <laughs> Sadie was on board because I kept showing all these cool videos online. And oh my goodness, look at them. And look at the yeah. islands they're on. And, yeah. you know, look at the diving. And look at, what, you know, look at what these other people are doing. We could be doing the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Although these other people are on like million yeah. dollar yachts yeah. I was like you know it doesn't matter we're still going to get there and we're yeah. going to be doing exactly the same thing so mm. if not more fun things yeah. yeah I think that's one of the things also that's like is ni- a nice message to like tell people is that you don't have to do it the way other people have done it you do yeah. it you don't in a way that yeah, yeah you don't have yeah. to you're not doing it to there's no reason to impress anyone no. do it yeah. for yourself make sure that you are comfortable yeah. and enjoy yeah. it and, and different budgets are all having the same experience like we're yeah. all going to the same beautiful places we're still like yeah. you know yeah, all yeah. the same thing so it doesn't yeah, actually yeah. It's, it all depends yeah. on it, exactly it all depends on your budget like yeah. w- mm. what can you afford yeah. and what you can't afford if you can afford a multi million dollar yacht then then yeah go ahead buy a multi-million dollar yacht you're going to be happy in it if you can't afford one look for something you can afford you can you know people so many people that i've spoken to as one i'm sure you you have the same demi is like um you know so many people they don't know what it's like on the water they don't they they think you know a lot of these people are staying in like either the extreme south or the extreme north next to the coast where there's huge swell and big waves and you know they think shit like, how are we going to be out there on the water? Mm. But 90% of that sailing is only coastal sailing. That's mm. Once you do long passages and you're in the yeah. equator, you you know, mm. it's it's pretty yeah. comfortable going. It's so it's, yeah, I mean, like you said, this this boat is a very sturdy boat, which is also, like, I think, how we decided on our boat, just like, 
obviously what you can afford, but also what will be safe. Like, what do you know yeah. will get you and your family to where you want to go without putting yourself at risk? Because I yeah, think yeah, that's, yeah. that's like, I mean. And having lots of issues and stuff with the boat as well, because mm. a lot of these newer the, mm. the newer boats, um, they have it. You know, it comes straight out of the showroom floor. It's not being on the water, and then they take it out on the water. They do a shakedown cruise. Okay, cool, everything is fine. But you know, a thousand plus nautical, well, a thousand yeah. plus miles, then things start going wrong, and people start going, well, you know, it was poorly designed, or this yeah. should have been here, or that should have been there. Which is usually by the time they get here to Santa Lida. Exactly, yeah, All yeah. the newly built boats in Cape Town or in the rest of South Africa. Yeah, yeah, come and here. They're on their deliveries and then they realize by they get here, it's like, actually, this is, thing's broken, which is normal on new boats. It's not yeah. that it's badly built, it's just... Those things happen, and yeah. they, you know they're going to happen on a new boat, I think, more than on yeah. an older boat, because the older boat is, like, it's seasoned. Yeah, people it's been have on the water. Been, been through all the... Yeah. the and they've already been, been tinkering yeah. and yeah. placing things in certain areas and fixing certain things up, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Yeah. Yo, hey. Um, okay. Do you want to talk a bit about, well, the sale? So you, you guys started in Eisner? Yeah. Uh, when was that? How long ago? That was December. December yeah, Dece- last year. Yeah, December. So we left on the 10th of December. Uh, 2022. 2022. Yeah. We anticipated it being a three-day sale, but weather-wise, it took us four days in the end. Mm. To get to? Mm. to? To get to Cape Town. Cape yeah, Town. To yeah, yeah, from Nice. Because you guys stopped in Hard Bay. That's where we actually first saw you. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. We so didn't really connect there, but you guys arrived a few weeks before we left Hout Bay, yeah. actually, in the Hout Bay Yacht Club. Yeah. yeah, and for us it was, you all, that was the first, like, that was the first time me taking the boat mm. out, actually, you know, out of out of the Neisner Heads mm. into the ocean. pretty and scary... Yeah, yeah. Go, well, I don't know if it's a scary to go out, but I know we've thought of going to Neisner, but like you, you watch the videos and you, you just know, people's yeah. stories of sailing through the heads. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah, we've got a we've got a bit of a story like that on leaving the mm. Neisner heads, going out. Yeah. Um, so you got to you got to time it right because the the heads the channel there is so so small and there's two sandbanks mm. or two sandbars or whatever that's. That's um, on the port side as you're exiting mm. um, the channel. And the waves and stuff, because it's so small, the amount of water that pushes in and mm. pushes out there is, you know, it's huge. So you've got to time it to go out either as the tide is pushing out just before slack tide. Or if you're coming in, you know, just as it turns yeah. and, you, you you know, you get pushed around in. Around high yeah. tide, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, around high tide, yeah. Mm. So, you know, we 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 looking at the tides and stuff, and we decide, okay, cool, we're going to leave. Um, it's a very misty morning, um, and I was like, no, 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 we're leaving today. I don't care. Today's the day. <laughs> you know, the the weather window looks good. Um, you know, we're going to get a lot of uh, south southeaster that's going to be blowing, so it's going to blow us into yeah, the direction of Cape Town. Um, we're leaving today, so we pack up. We go, we head towards the heads, it's super misty, or foggy, should I say, um, and then we get close to the heads, and off in the distance, I can see, okay, the heads look pretty flat, you know, and it was like, maybe 300, 400 meters away, 
you know, I can see, mm. okay, their heads look pretty flat, but now that's the thing about the heads. Once you commit to going through, mm. you need to go through because there's no real room for turning around and stuff because mm. of the swell and the waves and the waves break over there sometimes like over the serious lights. waves. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we go. And as I get closer and closer, I can see there's white water. There's, there's like, there's uh, little waves and white white water or white horses or whatever caps and the, the waves are busy breaking. So I was like, well, we can't turn around now. We're leaving, you know. This is the day. So I was like, well, we're going to go. And we pushed through. Yeah, and we committed. And we're pushing through. Man, and the waves start breaking. And the first wave breaks and the boat goes up. And then it goes down the wave. And as soon as it starts going down, the next wave comes. Mm. And like, yeah, we saw two big waves crash over the whole entire boat. I was standing at the back, full wet, like we had our wet weather gear and stuff on. But like, I was soaked completely. It went in (laughs) everywhere. So that was pretty nerve-wracking. And I was like, well, okay, cool. Now, there you go. First yeah. splash, now uh, now everything from here onwards is pretty smooth. So. And, our, and our poor cat didn't handle it well. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, we didn't mention yeah. that you guys yeah. have, a, have a cat on board. There was cat puke everywhere. Oh, yeah, Franco and Sadie got a little bit seasick. Yeah, because it's the first time yeah, you're going out. Oh, I'm super prone to getting seasick, so I wasn't very much helpful <laughs> during the whole crossing. Oh, the the sail from Meisner no. to, to Hart Bay. My dad was there though, so. Okay. Oh, your dad's on the boat as well? Yeah, yeah. so my dad's with us on the boat as well. He's yeah. joining us uh, for the crossing from here to Brazil and then sailing around the Caribbean. Mm. Um, also, seasoned sailor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been on the water a lot. Um, but yeah, for me and Andy, it's it's a whole new experience for us. Yeah. yeah, and for Sadie. Yeah, no, and for the cat. I know, <laughs> oh, but the cat's actually doing better than all of us at the moment. <laughs> okay. The cat is the like cat is mean. now even yeah. The cat's now like Andy. Like you can do whatever. He's found his <laughs> spot where he goes and lies down. He doesn't get sick anymore. He just does his own thing. Mm, yeah. Just nice. asks for tuna all the time. Yeah, yeah asks well, for fish and meows the whole time yeah. and all the treats and. But yeah, that's that's the thing yeah. about when you start sailing in South Africa. You basically, when you leave, you've basically done not the, the hardest part, but one of the hardest parts. Oh no! no yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Because yeah. most of the, the rest of the way is just downwind sailing. Yeah, yeah. If you if you picking weather, yeah. if you picking your routes and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, everything else is pretty much yeah, like you said, downward sailing. Um, you know, you sailing with the swell and stuff mm. and the currents, and yeah. so it's easy sailing. Because when most people they live in the US or Europe and they they sail, well, you you follow trade winds, so you sail westwards. So by the time you get to South Africa, you're basically almost at the end of your of your journey. So yeah, you your circumnavigation. Yeah, and yeah. Even experienced sailors sometimes, like a lot of them say, that that's the hardest part of the oh, yeah, circumnavigation yeah. is sailing around South Africa. So yeah, and I felt for us like. Just feeling like okay, we we've done this like from now on. I mean, it's like kind of what do you call it? Baptism by fire. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure you felt the same way if you've done this. Like yeah, you've gone out the heads. You're like okay, well, all the rest will probably not be as exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was telling them in that first initial sail from Nisner to Cape Town. Mm. I was telling everybody like yeah, I was telling my wife and my daughter yeah, it's this is probably the worst sea conditions mm. we're going to face mm. you know unless you caught in a hurricane or mm. something like that or you know mm. some freak weather system or something mm. like that you know this is the worst that it's going to be from here onwards mm. it just gets easier and easier and easier mm. and easier 
you know, once you get to the Caribbean, that's why they call it the cruiser's paradise, mm. because it's, you know, super flat. Yeah, the, the winds pick up, but during sailing season, it's mm. incredible to sail there. So mm. then it's, you know, us coming from South Africa, knowing the, yeah. the South African coastline and sailing the South African coastline, everything is, you know, it's super easy. Yeah, super easy. Mm. And that's where we fell from the crossing, coming from Luderitz mm. to St. Helena. We were like, man. We could we could just we could just skip Centilena and we could just carry on going. Mm. It was so comfortable and you know, we were getting into the whole groove of sailing and we were like, Yeah, this is very cool actually, very, very comfortable. And then you saw the saw land. And then we saw Centilena <laughs> and we were like Yeah, let's, no we need to go. No, no, we all yeah, it was always we, we were always going to stop here, but it was like yeah, we could go like on and could go on and yeah. on and on, and we were super happy on the boat. Okay. Um, but yeah, when we saw Sinsalina, we were like, yay, land! Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> shouting land. And yeah. land. <laughs> it's hard, I mean, yeah, it's quite hard to describe when you make, like, do your first, like, big passage, like, I did mm. sea for over a week, I mean, it's two weeks, but, and then, yeah, you arrive, actually, it's like... Two weeks of seeing absolutely nothing, nothing yeah. but water. I don't know if you guys saw a lot of boats, but we saw maybe two during our yeah. two-week crossing, we saw maybe two boats. Yeah, we also like we, we didn't see or hear or like any any boats or also no no more seals or dolphins or birds. Nothing. nothing it's just water. Yeah, yeah. Like, nothing but out. water, and you can like <laughs> yeah. The what what how do they say um, what the the deserts or the the ocean is actually what's yeah. the saying that. Yeah, I don't know. No, we also compared it with the desert. It's just a desert. But it's actually almost more arid than a desert. In the desert, you at least sometimes still see yeah, some, yeah. some life animals. Life or animals yeah, and or stuff. It, or it just changes at least. Like, it looks a little bit different. But, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. So, you guys stopped in Hard Bay, Ludritz, and then... No, we here. stopped in Saldana. Oh, so Saldana. Um, yeah, so... Just yeah. because there was a bit of bad weather coming in. Okay. So we thought, let's stay the weekend there. It okay. worked out that it was over the weekend. And then we would continue on. Okay. And we are actually so grateful that we did stop mm. there. Yeah, it was. It was you know, as as the weather changes, the season changes in, in Cape Town, you've mm. got, you, you got all those cold fronts that push mm. through and then... You know, there's big northerly winds, and mm. so the closer you are to the Cape, you're in that little weather system yeah. over there at the bottom. So we just tried to get a little bit north, mm. uh, you know, up to Saldana. That's what that 90, how much? 98 miles, 98 yeah. nautical miles. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Mm. You know, the wind will be howling in Cape Town. You can't leave, but in Saldana, it's you know, perfect weather to, to set out and sail mm. up to Luderitz, and that's what we were trying to avoid. So we saw a little window to jump up to Saldana. Mm. Did you check out in Saldana? No, 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 we oh. checked out in Cape Town. You oh, can't, okay. you need to sail back down. So we checked yeah. out of Cape Town, yeah. okay. and then we just stayed on, on anchor in Saldana, or oh, okay. on a mooring ball, just for the weekend there. Mm. The weather turned then again, we had a good southeaster blow, and then we left, yeah, three days later, onwards up to Luderitz. And then in Ludritz we spent we spent two weeks in Ludritz. Mm. Um, you know, did the whole desert well not really desert tour, but you know, no, drove no, around the, and the did the whole touristy thing, yeah. sightseeing and all mm. of that stuff. And then because there wasn't yeah. that much else to do there. Mm. Really. <laughs> I mean, it's, nice it's, it's a lovely town. Mm. We really enjoyed it. Lovely people there. If you like old German architecture and yeah. that type of stuff, and then yeah, and then. Um, from Lydris to Sintilena, where we took a very slow sail. Mm. 
so I didn't want to I didn't want to push the boat because it mm. was just that it was only me and my wife and my daughter on the boat that did the crossing from Ludwitz to Cincinnati. Mm. So we were doing what four point five five knots. Um, yeah, and it took us. 14 days. Okay. Yeah. 14 and a half. 14 okay. and a half days. Well, we had three days of no wind leaving mm. Ludwitz. Yeah. Um, so another to... reason, we wanted to get out of there before that 14, 45 knock yeah. wind blows and so you guys actually all the, the swell. And... Of what we had, because every time we, we were like leaving the coast, we actually had like 20 to 30 knots of wind and like quite confused sea. So you, yeah, yeah, that's I guess that's exactly the thing yeah, that that's in the coast. That either there's no wind or it's like really yeah, howling. Yeah, for us it's kind of become more that when we enter a coast, there's quite a bit of okay. Well, yeah, we've well, had the opposite well, actually. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> no, but when we came to Saint Helena, it was good. But the yeah. thing was, when we got to Lydritz, yeah, that was crazy. You arrived in the afternoon. We, yes. you know, we arrived in the morning. Oh. We arrived in the morning, but. Um, to get into Ludritz, so the whole thing was the weather was turning and I was looking mm. at about a five-day gap mm. to get to Ludritz, but on the sixth day, the the wind was going to pick up, according to weather predictions mm. and stuff, um, that it was going to pick up to 45 knots, mm. uh, yeah, blowing out Ludritz. That's a lot. Yeah. And we came in on that 45-knot blow. Oof. And it took us about four or five hours yeah, just we, to get yeah, in. Yeah, we got to to Ludrid's port. Yeah, there just around just around the little head there where yeah. the furthest lighthouse is there by Diaz yeah. Point. We got there, and it literally last, took last us. Yeah, and then it literally took us five five hours to get in, yeah. like into the wind, into the swell, super Anchoring. uncomfortable. Yeah, we managed to anchor at about half past five the afternoon. Oh my gosh, it was so tiring. I kept holding yeah. thumbs going, okay, the swell's going to die down as soon as we get around this point. As soon as we yeah. get around this point. And that wind, no, never happened. Mm. So, engines full throttle, uh, boat doing one one <laughs> knot, half a knot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of a thing probably most people will Ludwig's experience because it's like I mean you it's yeah. not like you actually got it worse than I mean the wind always picks the yeah, yeah, in yeah. the afternoon but if you then on top of that have like the actual weather system throwing some extra wind then it gets, gets yeah, really it's, crazy uh, yeah. you know but it's like it's it's part of mm. it's part of the whole experience you know it wasn't it wasn't dangerous or anything mm. like that it was just uncomfortable mm. you know we were not used to it so for us it's like oh my goodness what's going on mm. um but it's it's like you know it's like it's a learning experience and mm. it's a learning curve like you said you know by the coast it's always the wind's either blowing or there's no wind and then there's confused sea states. Mm. That's why we left on a calm day. Mm. Because we wanted to get as far off the coast as yeah, possible before. to avoid the, mm. you know, the confused seas and swell coming from multiple directions. And then it yeah. just becomes uncomfortable. So I was like, yeah. let's just motor out. And yeah. once we're in the big ocean, then the swell and the wind and everything yeah, is more constant. Mm. And then it's more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Sadie, yes. what's been your favorite experience so far? I think Luderitz. You like Luderitz? What did you like about it? Um, the ghost town. The ghost ah, town. Yeah, yeah I, with all those, what do you call the tumbleweeds? I mean, also it's like half under the sand. We, we didn't go there. Oh, we yeah. didn't go at that place. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant... Um, Coleman's Cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... I've it's seen the... photos of that place. It looks amazing. Yeah, mm. it's really cool there. You didn't like the diving here? And the snorkeling here? We couldn't swim in Luderitz because the water was so murky. Yeah. And it's also pretty cold there. Yeah. Mm. I kind of liked everywhere we went. 
you know, Franco had the confidence in me, and I was up there. I was like, oh gosh, I can't do this. <laughs> there was there was a bit of shouting and stuff involved, but you know, it was like when it gets stressful, it's normal. Yeah, because yeah. it started getting windy yeah. as well, and now I'm up there swaying. No, no, no. Yeah, but say, no, but say what you said. And um, during during while you were up there, what did you say? No, what did you say? I can't get it off. Yeah. I can't get it off. Mm. So I was like, there's nothing about you can't get it off. It has to come off. So you have to take it off. Mm. Because you can't winch me up. Mm. You know, she we don't have electric winches and it's all, you know, the the winches on our mast are all one speed winches. So she wouldn't be able to winch me up there. It would never happen. Yeah. So I was like, well, there's... It needs to happen. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing like, oh, no, I can't get it off. Mm. It then, must yeah, come off. Yeah, and then I just so took I a few d- deep breaths, and I was like, <laughs> okay. Scratched my arm horribly um, up there from trying to, like, get it undone. But you, but, but you got it loose. You yeah, got it off. We got the new block up there. Mm. And then and I was quite tough with myself. Now <laughs> the, <laughs> the spinnaker halyard, but we had to do that. But now the spinnaker halyard, it, it's working perfect again. And yeah, that's one of those things. But I feel that's also got to do with a lot of the, you know, like you said, the whole confidence things. Mm. And being, and, and relying on someone the whole time. You know, if, like I said, when she went up there, th- there's there's no one to rely on. Mm-hmm. She was the only one up there. Yeah. So you got to get it done. And if you tell yourself, well, I must do it, there's there's no other option, then 90% of the time you'll figure out, well, you'll find out that, hey, man, yeah, I, I, I can actually do this once you've got it done. And But yeah. it's still that, like, natural block in your mind as well, like... I'm stuck. I don't like panic sits mm. in, and then yeah. you're like, okay, like I can't do it. And then sometimes the shouting actually helps. Like, just, you know, <laughs> you, you can, you have to, that's it. <laughs> and There's no story. other option. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's like maybe, uh, I can't speak for the men, but like it feels like almost like gender norms or gender roles have been like, are being pushed a little bit. It's like, when we have to do things that we wouldn't normally do, like, like we've been like made to do, like to be whatever. I, I hate to in say the it. Kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> in the kitchen, cooking, cleaning, and looking after the family. But here it's like we haven't actually. Nobody really. Um, uh, like I, 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 in my own mind, mm. I imagine that if my dad was around, he would have showed me how to like do something on the engine. But I don't even know if that's necessarily true. Like no one has really groomed us mm. to do like. The other things, yeah. And but here's the opportunity that actually is presented, mm. and we kind of like pushed into that direction. The stereotypical, stereotypical life, yeah. you know, on land. Yeah. You at home. This is what your responsibilities mm. are. This yeah. is what my responsibilities are. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, on a boat, there's there's no real, you know, you you do you do what needs to be done. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's doing it. Mm. If it needs to be done, it needs to be done. Mm. So yeah. you know, like you said, whether you're working on the engine mm. or. You know, only going up the mast and, you know, looking at fixing blocks and stuff on the top there. It needs to be done. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's an opportunity. What have you yeah, learned, Sadie? Yeah. That's hey? a good question. What have you been learning <laughs> since you've been on the boat? Besides your schooling. So, you haven't learned anything new? <laughs> Not that I can remember. Have you learned something about yourself? No. What? Um, no. <laughs> so, you haven't learned about tools? Oh, yeah, I've learned some tools. I'm like, when I ask you, knots, like, the like tools, like, bring me the spanner, bring me the pump nose, bring me the long nose pliers or the side cutter or bring me the 13 spanner and yeah. a socket set. 
You didn't know anything about that. When I asked you in the beginning, you were like, what? Bring me the pliers and you bring me a screwdriver. Yeah, but what is the 220? What do we use 220 for? To charge the laptops. To charge the laptops and that stuff. Yeah, in a nutshell, yes. But what is that thing there in the board? What is the, the big switch? What is that big box called? Do you know? A bolt. No, not a bolt. An inverter. Oh. An inverter, yeah. You've learned how to ride the dinghy. Oh, yeah. Kind of. You can ride the dinghy. You can. Not that great, but you can ride the dinghy. You can't, you can't start it because it's an old outboard engine, but you can still ride it or drive it. Yeah. You're yeah. learning about sails. What sail did we hoist, me and mum, the big one? I get confused sometimes between spinnaker? Yeah, mm. exactly, spinnaker, yeah. And what's the other one that is on that is rolled up in the front? Jenica. No, no close. Genoa. Jenica is the same type of sail, but it's a lot thinner. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you've learned much more than you thought, hey? Yeah. <laughs> About boats and stuff. In a couple of years' time, you'll be able to sail the boat by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Amazing. Maybe we can talk a bit about homeschooling. How's it been to not be in school but be here and learning? It's okay. <laughs> it's a different experience, hey? Yeah. 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 What do you miss about doing homeschooling? I, know I mean, it's being normal. Normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being with my friends. That's it, really. Being with your friends? Yep. Mm. Are you excited to get to the Caribbean? What's yes. Shinomir and them said? Yes. The guys on uh, Susan and Martin on Shinomir? Mm-hmm. About all the kids in the Caribbean? Mm. Yep. And apparently they fly a little flag, so if you've got, a, if you've got kids on the boat, oh. they've got like a little flag that you can fly. Oh. Then the other kids know that there's a kid on that boat as well. So oh. then it's like this, yeah, it's like this massive socializing oh, cool. thing. Oh, awesome! Because yeah. there's so many cruises and stuff. Yeah. Then yeah. so us as well, we're also ex- excited to to see that whole, yeah. you know, cruising dynamic. Yeah. Um, because you know we've got a kid on board as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. To see how the whole thing works and. Yeah. That makes me think that's actually the next point is the the, uh, uh, the yachty community because now uh, you mentioned Shinomir and that when you get to the Caribbean there are like communities so of people boats, with families so and that, sailors, yeah. like I think that for us we often speak about it like you know when we thought we were going to go sailing we thought it would be more like the two of us doing this thing own. together but like now we're finding yeah. like you're actually making friends along the way people are having the same life experience as mm. you so you've got this connection and like it's just not something that we really yeah. expected. I mean, to people told us about that, but yeah. we thought like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, but that wasn't the main reason for us to do it. Yeah. I guess we, yeah, yeah, we wanted to just also. I mean, I guess maybe that's mo- most sailors because yeah. when you're on the on a boat, just you. I mean, just yeah, people yeah. on the boat, and it's like it can be very individualistic. Mm. But like on the other hand, it is nice then, especially now here the last week. Here in Saint Helena, with so many boats being here at the same yeah. time, and actually everyone getting along so well, doing a, a fish, fish fry at, yeah. at the yacht club, and really getting to know each other. That was yeah. That talking about that as well. That was also the same thing with us. Like, you know, the whole sailing community wasn't a drawing, driving, wasn't yeah. a drawing card yeah. for us. Mm. Knowing okay, cool. You know, we want to buy a boat to get into this whole sailing mm. community. Yeah. That that was that was never the thing for us. You know, um, I think I've mentioned it to you before, Kay, that, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I don't know, like when I was on land, I was, I was a, a very, I like to be at home, 
I like to do my own thing. No, I didn't. Say, I wouldn't say introvert. Like, like you know, I like I like my own time. Yeah. yeah. But don't get me wrong. I like socializing as well mm. a lot. But if I'm tired of socializing, if I want to spend, you know, five six days on my own, you know, I want to spend five six days on my own. Yeah. You need like recovery um, time. Yeah, yeah. I need recovery time. <laughs> so. Yeah. As I was saying, it was never a drawing card, the whole sailing mm. community. But then, as we started sailing as well, mm. it's it's completely different to, to people on land. Like, you know, I, I say it a lot. Like, you know, I've lived in so many places where you don't even know mm. your neighbor. The person living right next mm. to you, you don't know who they are. Mm. You just see them, you know, every morning getting in their car, Hi, going to work. Hey, how's it going? But that's about it. Mm. You know, there's nothing about, hey, let's get together. Let's go and do one, two, and three. Mm. Where... With the sailing community, everybody's like, okay, you meet a boat for the first time. Hey, how's it going? And mm. everybody's so so eager mm. to to connect with other yachties. And share experiences. And help each other also. Yeah, advice. help each other, share, share experiences, mm. ask them where you're going and mm. give advice. And, oh, I've got a problem with this. So I've done A, B, and C. This mm. is what I've done. And then, like you said, you start making friends, you start making connections, and then people start going, okay, well, we're going to this place, and you figure out, hey, that was also the place that I was looking mm. at going, okay, cool, well, we'll see you guys there. Mm. Then when you get there, it builds, you build an even stronger bond, yeah. and then you get to the next place, you might meet two or three other people. Mm. And, yeah, I don't know, I think, it's, I think it's quite nice knowing that there's... It's like what's this whole also, big group like, of friends. For me, what's what I've also found, especially now that we are in Centilena, is you know you you look at the things that you find a problem on your boat, like having, for example, with us with batteries or anything, and then when you meet the other guys in the community and they're like, oh shit, but we've been through that. Mm. Like, we've struggled with this. And then, you know, you just feel like, oh, okay, there's not, and only, like, it's not, not only me. Yeah. <laughs> we know? totally had that. Okay? Mm, like, yeah. All the things that have gone wrong. Like, when we see the other people, we feel so much better about it. Uh, and yeah. I think what has helped yeah. us is to hear from people who've, like, sold way more mm. on, like, boats that look like... like like maybe our dream boat they yeah. still have the same and they've problems. got the same problems yeah, yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like oh now if you got like this massive boat or this brand new boat it's like all your problems free. are going to be solved <laughs> no, no, like no, actually no, no, they no. actually have Sometimes they get worse. Bigger problems because bigger yeah. boat means bigger, so, bigger issues. Yeah, yeah, so that's really nice. And like everyone's just like so, like they Friendly. motivate you and mm. like say, don't yeah. give up, just push, mm. you can do this. Like it's so nice. And like, you know, for them telling stories about. Supportive, everybody's yeah. so supportive. Yeah. Like when they started off and, mm. you know, it's just, it makes you feel. Hearing, yeah, yeah, hearing like other people's horror stories, like when they started off, they were like, they didn't have any money, you know, they were doing it like this and this and this, and you know, they were struggling so much, and now you see them, and they're on this massive boat, and it kind of gives you a little bit of reassurance, like, okay, cool, you know, we're not that far, you know, we're not that bad, and we're starting, at least we've got funds, and we've got a bit of a plan, and you know, we've got an idea of what we want to do, they just jumped into it like, you know, both feet first, and... Yeah. It made me think because yesterday Joe, I was talking to Joe, is it Joe on Arabella? Yeah. So I was talking to her, I think she is thirsty. Um, I was talking to her yesterday and she, I think they're struggling a little bit because of the change in like life mm. in general. Like, you know, moving onto a boat and crossing the ocean and leaving everything that you have behind oh, yeah, yeah. is really hard. Um, and then she said to me, you notice know, she's quite excited because she has some people that are coming and will meet her, like the new sailors that are going to go to the Caribbean and she'll probably see them there. And she was quite excited about that. And she said they keep asking her, they keep asking like, 
what is it like? You know, like, and it went like, and she said, like, I don't want to ruin it for them. I don't want to put them off. Like, they deserve to have the experience <laughs> themselves. And I think that that's so good because I kept on saying to me on the way here, they lied. They said that this was going to be easy, that this was the easiest part of the trip. Like, I don't believe anyone when they say it's going to be easy anymore. Like, they're just full of shit. But now I get it. I'm like, actually, we did deserve to do this. Yeah, honor. Was, we did like, yeah, deserve we, to have the experience. Maybe if we knew yeah. how hard some parts of it would be, we might not you have, have never lived. Yeah, you would have never wanted have to do yeah. Yeah. The, the good parts of it either. And yeah. we only at the beginning, and we don't even know what's yeah. like really, we don't really know what we're going to experience still. And I, I think it is going to be good because, like, I think like just two days ago, I said to me, oh, "Is that another boat? A sea sail?" Oh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's catamaran a catamaran coming. coming. Oh, cool! <laughs> Exciting! <laughs> Yay! Yay! More um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I see the guys from Volfus. Oh. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Antoinette yeah, Antoinette told me that that a boat left about last Wednesday. Oh, cool. A boat left from Volfus. Maybe it's them. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so like it. It looks like a pretty new catamaran. Yeah. So that thing, yeah, those those guys do ten. 10, 12 knots. Yeah. So it's now... Eight days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite a fast passage, yeah. Okay, but it's exciting to get to know new people. As people are leaving, new people arrive. Yeah. No, I was just saying to you, Demi, like, maybe two or three days ago, like, I think I was like, okay, I decided I do want to go home. (laughs) I want to go go back to Cape Town. I mean, and then I said to him the next day, I was like, I I realise that I keep on saying, like, I want to go home, and then then we're like, no, let's continue. I want to go home, let's continue. And I was like, but I just realized that this is probably, I can't really necessarily maybe see it now, even though I'm having such a ball here, but I know that these are probably going to be the best days of my life when I look back at it. Like, oh, no, yeah, of course. These are going to be the best yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. you know, risk, reward. I'm not, yeah. not, I'm not saying there's, a, the, yeah, there is a bit of risk involved with sailing and stuff like that, yeah. but it's, it's the, the risk is actually so small. Yes. Yeah. You know, you, I tell, like what I say as well, you, you've got more chance of, getting into a car accident yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that than anything happening seriously life-threatening mm. well, on the order. Plus yeah. the difference is when you're in a car accident you like you have very little control over because it's other yeah, people yeah. that will crash into you. Yeah, At yeah, least yeah. on the boat you, yeah, you can prepare you're, yourself. You're like the one you, in control. Yeah, you, you prepare your boat and you prepare yourself so you can actually um, make sure it's safe. Yeah. yeah, so the rewards I feel are so much bigger. Mm. Then the risks and stuff. Yeah, some people get seasick and, you know, but 99.9% of everybody gets over that seasickness. Once you've spent like a week on the water, you know, like like for me, like I'm super prone to getting seasick, but... The passage from Lidritz to Saint Helena, I wasn't sick once. From oh, Saldana, wow. actually. Yeah, from Saldana, okay. and I was like, it was. I was like, man, this is amazing, <laughs> you know. And then, although you know, there, South Africa, it was cold, and it was, mm. you know, we were freezing, it was uncomfortable. But then, the warmer it got, the closer we were getting, mm. um, you know, to up, well, the closer to the equator we were getting, the warmer mm. it was getting the more comfortable it became. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's going to be even better yeah. once we go more north. Yeah. Um, yeah, then it's it's going to be even better. Then the, the, the rewards <laughs> are going to be even yeah. greater. Yeah. And like you said, it's going to be the best the best time or the best days of your life you're going to yeah, think back many, and you're going to go how many people off. actually have the chance to tell yeah. the stories that we already yeah. have to yeah. tell yeah. Yeah. I've only been doing for like what is it a like, year like yeah. yeah the actual selling less than half a year mm. their stories yeah. are involved with, a bit more than half a year but yeah. Yeah. you know 
Man, yeah. that end of end of month uh, accounting uh, <laughs> portfolio was intense. Yeah. You know, all those number crunching was was crazy. Well, oh yeah, yeah well, you go you go out to go to a party or go fun with friends and that's it. Like that's like yeah, that's the that's a highlight, uh, highlight of your week yeah, then. So yeah. Yeah. But how many other people's doing that? Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds exactly. and hundreds. Yeah. So yeah, and we can still do that. <laughs> yeah, you can still. Yeah, yeah, we're still going to be doing. I think that was that yeah, was the the when, when was the bride was on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the Friday past. You know, yeah. people yeah. we we still doing that over here. You know, still having a bit of a party and stuff. But plus, yeah. we're doing it on a boat and we can go yeah. wherever the hell we want. Yeah. I, also, the one thing I was thinking of, like about community and. Uh, being on your own, that's the nice thing about a boat, because like, you can go out to another boat, or we get invited to another boat, or you go for a, a fish fry on, on the, at the yacht club, but as soon as you go back to your boat, you're on your own, and no yeah. one's gonna, like, there's like, no one's gonna bother you on your own boat, unless you're it. so actually, if you want to be on your own, you can be on your own for like, yeah, as long as you want, plus you, you, your boat is set up to to do crossings of weeks, so you can actually, you don't need to go out to the shops or anything to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can actually be as, as by yourself as you want to. Best uh, of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. So we're looking at our... Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so what else? I think... Oh, did, we, did we... I mean, I know you mentioned the, the, the viewing of the of yeah, heads. Yeah, going through the heads. But, like, I think maybe... Maybe each of you would have like an experience where you thought, "I'm gonna die." Or this was really scary. <laughs> or this was really scary. Or uh, what or the this hell was is going like, on? Really not nice. <laughs> yeah, no. I had yeah. one. <laughs> okay, what, what happened? Do you want to share? No, but it was it was yeah, a bit of a nerve-wracking yeah, experience. Yeah, it was quite silly though, but it's but it's, it's, but it's it, it was it was. Yeah. I was a little bit when, nervous as well. Yeah, we were coming from Cape Town to Saldana. And no. Yeah. <laughs> no, when we left Saldana. Going to Ludwig's. That's when it happened. Was it? Yeah, oh. it wasn't Cape because <laughs> we motored. We motored. We motored that whole. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The whole, the whole day. So I from think it was like maybe the second or third, second day, fourth day. No, third day, third yeah. day. Yeah. Um, and I was on night watch, and the swell was quite big. Franka says the swell was what about four meters. Ooh, to me, yeah. at, to so me at night, I as no, it is, I, I don't like night watches because I can't no. see the state of the sea and it mm. like bothers me. Um, so yeah, and Franka was sleeping here in the saloon. I was outside. No, I was <laughs> sleeping outside during that trip. I wasn't. We weren't. I only started sleeping oh, yeah, inside from yeah. the crossing yeah, from yeah, Ludwig so to. <laughs> Since Elena, yeah, Franco was sleeping, and I was like watching, and we were going. Wind was pumping, and Franco made the sails smaller, and everything was fine. And then Franco, I think it was an hour, in, not even an hour into Franco, Franco's time off, and we went down the swell, mm. and the oh sorry, and the um we. <laughs> I checked the chart plotter and the readings, and we did 12 knots. And mm. I literally, I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, we're going to turn around. <laughs> like, it's going to go over. I was screaming yeah. out so much. I was like, freak <laughs> I really, that night, I, I really thought oh, something was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. I was also pretty, I was also it pretty, was, yeah, was pretty nervous during that time. But yeah, because the swell was big. 
Mm. The swell was coming directly from behind us. The wind was blowing, what, 35 knots. Wow. Um, the swell was big. And then as we surfing down these waves, mm. like speed over ground, not our water, ach, our water. Yeah. Um, speed over ground was going up to 12, 12.5, mm. sometimes 13 knots. Yeah. And now if you know your boat's... Well, that's not, you know, that's, so that's not speed through water, but still, you know, you, you, in the back of your mind, you're going, my boat can only do seven knots, you know, my boat is only made to do seven knots, and here we're cruising down these waves doing 12 knots. Mm. Um, and you, you literally know, just see the, the front of the boat going like straight down, I'm like, oh my god. And, and then you, yeah. for me, it was more, for me, it was more an issue of something's going to break. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want anything to break. Um, you know, we're not we're not racing. We mm. we cruisers, so you know, I don't want to break anything unnecessarily. Um, yeah, and then seeing this huge swells coming from the back and washing into the back over here, and yeah, it was it was a bit nerve wracking. But then, you know, how many times are we going to see that? Not that mm. often. Mm. I hope not. Did, 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 did <laughs> we see it? Did we see it from no. the crossing from Luderitz? No. No, we didn't. From see the, it. Yeah, we, we had we had one or two days where the swell was a bit big. It was like three meters. But, it wasn't like but then that. it was like yeah. yeah, the swell was it was far apart. The problem is there by the coast. It was the the reason why it was so scary as well is because the swell is like four five seconds apart. Mm. So they are super close to each other. And then the further we got out here, it was like 9, 10, 12, 12 mm. seconds apart. So that's pretty comfortable, you know. Even if the swell is big, as long as they're far apart, mm. it's it's not much of an issue. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think that was, yeah. I knew you were super Scary nervous moment. that day. And you got scared yeah. at the time when we came into Ludritz as well. You look pretty scared as well <laughs> when you came into Ludritz. <laughs> No, but the thing with Ludritz as well is when we got there, um, so Frank... We didn't and, know where yeah, to tie up and yeah, all of this stuff and we so arranged to get a mooring ball. trying to, you know, steer us so that we can... Into the wind and we can drop wind, anchor. So we, yeah, no, but before that, like, you know, trying to get us so that the waves don't just break over the boat the whole time. Because yeah. I'm standing on port side trying to look and Frank is at the wheel and at the helm yeah at the helm <laughs> wheel helm yeah. same thing um and then you know me trying having to radio and the wind the radio like trying to speak mm. to port control oh yeah and our radio is inside yeah, as well so looking at Franco inside and, like, and outside and inside so and outside it, yeah it was mm. a bit nerve-wracking for me as well and then that it's so funny that day that we went to Ludra's Port controls, um, all the instruments stopped working, so oh they gosh. didn't have radar, nothing. So now it's like breaking up. They're trying to radio, asking our weight, our like draft, everything. I'm trying to speak to them. I'm shouting at her to get ready to drop anchor because I'm getting yeah. closer. And <laughs> yeah, so it was a bit of a nightmare. Oh, it wasn't life threatening, but it was it a bit nerve-wracking. It wasn't yeah. life threatening. We could have ended up on the rocks where Kay and Demi ended up with the dinghy. <laughs> Could have ended up on the rocks there, man. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was another. But did you see through that city? No, she was inside. She so, I was away. Yeah, okay. Oh, the whole with the whole twelve knot well uh, wave surfing. Yeah, you slipped straight through all yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs>
Sadie's inside, slept through everything. <laughs> okay, can, nice. I, can I come outside? I'm like, no, 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 it's too rough outside. You need to okay. stay inside. Cabin fever. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's real, eh? Yeah. So that was, that was Sadie's. But, yeah. So she was inside a lot when we were sailing along the coast yeah. because it was so rough. Yeah. I remember, like, funny that you mentioned that when we, because we did our shakedown crossing uh, to Kralbai uh, and yeah, Saldana. Uh, yeah. I remember when we left there, it was really, it was really rough as well. Mm. So that that particular part is always like also big seas. Yeah, well, no, just probably the, not the as big as what you say, but it was. Coast there can be, uh, yeah, it that was the biggest. And it was like a washing machine as well. Yeah. It was just coming from all sides. It was, you know, like. There was no constant mm. one direction of the swell pushing or anything like that. It was just from everywhere. But it's, it's part of it, like, you know, I don't know if I mentioned before, like, um, I, I don't have, I don't have a, a massive um, sailing qualification mm. where people say, oh no, you need, you know, to have your yacht masters and mm. all of this and, you know, well, it's like, I've got my day skippers. Mm. So, you know, there's, for me personally, I feel also, yeah, as long as you've got a, you've got a good head about yourself, you're a good um, practical thinker. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess do your research, like yeah, look yeah. up as much as you can, so you yeah. know in um, what situations could arise, yeah. and in those situations what, what makes what, sense to do, what other people have yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. you need to be doing and yeah. stuff, and you know, like I didn't learn anything about, for example, something stupid like drogues and things like that, and how mm. to use them, and they're actually very useful little tools mm. to have in situations of, you know, big seas and stuff like that, and not that we're going to be sailing in, you know, mm. any of the 40-degree lateral lines or anything like that where the, where the ocean is, is crazy. But it's like none of that stuff. I didn't know anything about that equipment, but I was doing research and stuff about, you know, safety gear and yeah. doing research about the specific boat that I wanted to or that we had and the handling types of the boat. How did that boat handle before? And this, you know, where you think you're the only person, there's been hundreds and hundreds mm. of people that have done that and experienced things that mm. you never experienced. And that's another thing about the sailing community. Everybody's mm. always writing up posts and mm. things and chat forums and stuff yeah. where you can go and research things and find out. And so, yeah, for us, it was just like, well, you know, day skippers is more than enough. Mm. That's Isn't a halyard. <laughs> you know, that's a sa- that's your head sail. That's your Genoa. That's what you do over here. Boom. Yeah. And then you go. Most of the experience you actually gather along the way. Don't crash into the rocks. That's the thing. Like yeah, that's what people like. You're like when you go crossing oceans. It's actually that's not the scary part. It's when you. You yeah, get yeah, close yeah. to land. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Oscar, that's that's when we're most nervous is when yeah. you get close to land and there's a port that you you know you can see the port and stuff on your plotter, yeah. and you can see where you need to go, but to, you have physically never been there and you've physically yeah, never seen you, it yourself. So it's it's a bit yeah. for me that's stressful. Okay, how deep is it? How deep is it really? Is this chart yeah, accurate? I, and a lot of the times the charts aren't that accurate, mm. and then it's like, okay, well, you know, one person in the front, you tell me if you see yeah. something, <laughs> and yeah, that's that's about it. Mm. But it, as as I said, it's it's part it's part of the whole yeah. the whole experience, and life would be so sailing boring. would be so boring if if none of that stuff <laughs> yeah. was there. Exactly, I guess it's like the the parts that people don't tell you about in, in advance but it's actually what yeah what probably makes it, the, what makes it so special mm. but the saying like if it was easy everyone would be doing it mm. yeah. 
<laughs> but it is pretty easy. It is pretty thing. easy, and actually, yeah. everyone—I mean, not everyone is doing it, but there's actually the amount of people we've seen, like already just in, in just being here and the places we've been. Like, you see all kinds of people doing it from mm. like, like very, very super advanced to, to like yeah, super to, like, super new. And like people on even small—we always thought we were on the smallest budget in the small. Well, we're still the smallest budget we've come across, but we've seen people on even lower budgets than ours. So. Yeah, it's like, a, like you know, it's all kinds of ways to do it. Yeah, if you have the courage. Yeah, exactly. That's all, you yeah. need to just break your routine and, like, and like get out of that mindset of, you know, just staying and doing what you do every day. Yeah, like, just, yeah. yeah. Out you know, comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, and that, I think, is one of the most difficult things mm. for anyone. Like, yeah. Get out of that comfort zone and just... Yeah. Take the lead. Yeah. I think I forgot who was, but like also a very experienced sailor said, like the hardest part of going cruising is actually leaving. Yeah, leaving yeah. Ports, like yeah. actually getting like once you're on the way, like you actually done the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. It's physically pulling up anchor. Yeah, actually and buy, going. buying a boat, getting ready, and actually leaving a port because a lot of people buy a boat but they never actually. They never leave. Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. So like yeah, next year or in five years or something else needs to be done. Yeah, the boat and then and like they never actually. I mean, yeah, they go anywhere. So yeah, I think we've already gone, I mean... Taking the us, biggest leap. Yeah. yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, do you have like social media or YouTube or where people can follow you or find out We do adventures? actually have a super small YouTube channel. Okay. Because I see your, you've got your GoPro with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with our, yeah, we do, so we do have a YouTube channel. It's, um... SV Trinity on YouTube. Okay. Um, we'll put a link also on the. And yeah, then we've got Instagram and. Also SV Trinity. SV Trinity, we have okay. SV Trinity on Instagram as well. And then, of course, our own personal Instagram where we, you know, put pictures and stuff up. And yeah, but the YouTube channel is like super small. Okay. It was mainly started for Sadie and. Um, but uh, yeah, it will grow one yeah, day. If it yeah. grows, um, and if it starts making money, it can be hers. Yeah, all the, <laughs> cool. yeah, all the money will go into a little saving fund. Mm. Nice. So yeah. We'll put the link. So also. if you guys want to support Sadie, yes. <laughs> go like, yeah, the yeah. like and subscribe. Yeah, we've got a, we've got we've got a couple of videos. We started in in, in Dubai, so we've got a couple of videos uh, nice. of Dubai, the water parks and stuff over there, and. But seeing that the internet is yeah, so slow here, we haven't been able to upload a video here yet. Okay. But as soon as we get to Brazil, then we'll be uploading like four or five. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll put the link in and then people can find oh, out and yeah. yeah, follow you guys yeah. as well. Yeah. Cool. Awesome, I think. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice catching up and yeah. Thanks having for... you as guests on our yeah. podcast. <laughs> Thanks cool, for yeah. having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to our stories. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. I suppose if people want to get in contact with you, they can probably do it through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. social yeah. media. So yeah. Instagram, social media, yeah. Okay, that cool. we'll, could probably we'll, be the we'll best. Put the links, we'll put the links uh, in the description. With the podcast, mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that's all for today. Okay, thanks for listening. Week. Bye.